0: Welcome to a well-built podcast from Biltwell Bank. I'm Don Griffin, Biltwell's Executive for Human Resources, and today it's my pleasure to serve as your host. It's our goal to be the local economic engine that drives growth in the communities we serve, and with this podcast, We want to provide yet another resource for listeners to gain knowledge about current events in banking, to answer some of your most common financial questions, and to connect with our communities in a meaningful way. If you miss an episode, you can access all the episodes from our archive library on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. So Let's get started. Today, I have with me Alden Mason. Alden, welcome.
1: Thank you, Don. Thank you for having me.
0: Alden is a mortgage loan originator with Built Well Bank, and we want to have a conversation today about buying a home in today's market. Mm -hmm. So, Where would you start with that, Alden?
1: Um, Well, I would tell people, welcome to the new normal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Things have definitely changed in the last couple of years in my line of work. um, As you and Pretty much everybody in in the country knows interest rates have have gone up pretty drastically since March of 2022. Um, So it's a it's a different um, playground that we're all playing in now. Um, But we do have some strategies and products to help people keep buying houses, because no matter what interest rates do, Americans are always going to want to purchase those homes and, and put a roof over their head that they have their name on.
0: It seems that it's still a big part of the American dream to own your own home, and uh, you hear people say from time to time, "I'm now an adult; mm-hmm. I have my own home." So, yep. um, so how can someone uh, get themselves into a good position to take out a mortgage loan?
1: Yeah, so um, a mortgage is probably the largest loan any individual will ever take out in their name. Buying a house is is the biggest purchase you'll make. So, um, preparation. Mm-hmm. getting yourself prepared, not walking into this blind. Um, so just a few things that that spring to mind as an originator. Um, if you have all of your documents together, go into the bank, have a conversation with your banker, say, what do I need? Um, if, and, and, and if you can bring those items that your banker tells you to bring with okay. you when you fill out that application, one, they're going to have a lot better information um, than just, Whatever you you put on your application, you know, going by going by the papers is always going to make a banker feel better than going by word of mouth, uh-huh. um, as you know. So having that will give them better insight. It can also avoid some heartbreak down the road. Let's say you think you can count X number of dollars per month, but some of that's overtime, and we got an issue here, and so we can't count all that income. And your three hundred prequal goes to a $200,000 prequalification. And then all those houses that you're looking at and dreaming about putting your family in Mm -hmm. are now out of the picture. Um, and that's just something that we can avoid. So that, that definitely speeds up the process, um, keeping an eye on your credit, making sure that you don't have a whole bunch of collections or anything crazy on your credit history, okay. kind of having an, an educated uh, picture of what that looks like. And then the last thing is managing your debt to income ratio. Know how much money you got going out or that has to go out on a monthly basis and, and have a good idea of what you, what you know is going to be coming in.
0: Okay. So you mentioned that debt to income ratio. That sounds Mm -hmm. like a very, um, intellectual term or phrase, but it it literally just means how much do you make? How much do you owe? Is it, is it that simple? It is
1: your gross income before taxes, insurance, anything like that comes out. Um, and then you add up everything that's on your credit report. Um, so your credit card, monthly payments, auto loans, anything like that, that we're going to have to count. You divide the, the liabilities number, what you owe each month by the income number. And that gives you a percentage and that's your debt to income ratio.
0: Good. So does built well, um, have any programs that. Are specific for first-time home buyers. I know we're talking about a big decision in someone's life, mm-hmm. and you know we we have customers that have done this over and over, but we also have those folks who have never gone through this process. Do you have anything in particular for someone who's never bought a home before?
1: Yeah, we do. So when people think first-time homebuyer loan. Um, they're really thinking about a conventional loan with just a 3% down payment, mm-hmm. which I can do, and honestly, a- any mortgage lender can do. Um, we're not special there. Where we're going to shine is the customer service aspect of it, the value that we bring to the table. Um, so that's your first-time homebuyer loan. Now, there are other products that are open to first-time homebuyers that can really help them get into the first house that may even be better fits for them than that first-time homebuyer loan. Okay. Um, one that we specifically offer to... First-time home buyers within purchasing within the state of Tennessee is the THDA loan, um, and the Tennessee Housing Development Agency is a state agency um, that helps Tennesseans buy their homes. It's, it's pretty, their, their name kind of explains their mission. Um, and they'll let us do a loan for a, for a home buyer. And if they, if they qualify and fit into some boxes that, that we check off, um, then they get free funds from the state to go towards their down payment or, or closing costs. Oh, wow. Um, so that's a great program specific and it's usually found mostly with community banks. Um, not many people really carry it. It's, it's one of those games that, that's been around for a while. Um, and for some reason, people just don't want to keep up with it, but that's where we step in to fill in that gap.
0: Okay. What about, uh, someone who's not a first time home buyer? They, they've, they've had mortgages in the past. Mm-hmm. They've had homes in the past. Mm-hmm. Are there any special programs there?
1: There are, um, and, and really the biggest issue I see nowadays is people have money for either closing costs or a down payment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, 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 sometimes we don't have both. Okay. Um, and so for those people who aren't first time home buyers, there are, there are still options out there for you. Um, so a common misconception about an FHA loan, federal housing Authority agency loan is um, that it's for first time home buyers. That's not the case. Any American, can apply and qualify for an FHA loan. Mm-hmm. Um their only rule is you can only have one at a time. So if you got one on one property, we got to get rid of that before we we get a new one. Um but anybody can get an FHA loan. Um and then also we've got the USDA. Um the US Department of Agriculture actually has a mortgage program which not many people know about. Okay. Um but it's called the Rural Development Loan. And so if you're living in a in a usda designated area so think outside of major metro areas in okay. tennessee chattanooga nashville knoxville memphis and then some smaller cities like cleveland um anywhere outside of those uh, you can get 100 percent financing through the through the usda okay so they'll finance the entire purchase price for you you just got to come up with closing costs and um the sellers can actually pay those for you if, if that's something you you all agree on so um this is a product that i've actually had people own homes go through a bankruptcy take care of of everything that they needed to there and then buy a house and actually get money back at the closing table because of the usda loan and and sellers paying closing costs great um so it was a it's it's it can it can make some dreams a, a reality for some people out there okay
0: good so can you just walk us through the process? Let's say it is my first time or it's been a long time since I've had a mortgage. What's the, what does the process look like today?
1: Yeah. So your first step, um, I would say is, is talk to a banker, okay. um, talk to your branch manager, market leader, talk to your teller cause they can get you connected with someone. Um, But really, you're going to need to talk to a mortgage originator and they're going to pre-qualify you. Doesn't require a credit inquiry or anything like that. We're basically just kind of getting a big picture look at the deal and saying this is how much you should qualify for. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you get to have the fun part of it. You get to go out with your realtor and look on Zillow and go look at houses and tour and put in offers and and. Um, get a house under contract. Um, so once we once we get a house under contract, we need to have all of our documents together by that point. Okay. So hopefully, in a perfect world, I would have a file on you. You bring me a contract on Monday. I get that um, contract, and I go ahead and we're going to lock in your interest rate. Um, so we're going to do a 60 day interest rate lock. So we have 60 days to close the loan. Mm -hmm. So if maybe the seller has something that delays a couple weeks, we don't want to close until after Christmas, um, for reasons X, Y, or Z, we've, we've Mm -hmm. got a a good cushion of time. Um, and we submit all that paperwork to an underwriter and the underwriter does whatever the underwriter does. I don't, I don't, um, (laughs) try to understand what goes on back there, but they're going to look through the loan and basically tell us if we missed anything. Um, and from them, we we submit everything that they ask for, get the property appraised, get your homeowner's insurance set up. And I mean, within, I, I'd say, three to four weeks from getting that contract, we'll have you at the closing table and, and you'll be buying a house. Um, so really, the the impetus there is let's talk to a banker. Um, and get this process started off on the right foot I, I, that the process always seems to go much smoother when we have our financing in order. Uh-huh. And then we go and find that house rather than Finding kind of putting the, the cart before train. the horse. Yes, okay. we got the house. We got a contract on it. We have six days to get approved for a mortgage loan. Right, We don't have any of our documents together. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I can make that work. I'm not going to turn <laughs> that business away. It's it's what makes my life fun. But um, that's, that's how... If we want it to be streamlined, that's how the process would go.
0: So the process is much easier to facilitate if we get documents together, we get pre-qualified, mm-hmm. we know where we're headed, we know generally how much we could finance, mm-hmm. then we find a property and get a contract. That's yep. the way you'd prefer it to happen. That's the,
1: yes. The more information we can get on you and cross all of our T's and dot our I's, um, the better
0: and better for the customer. Better for Yes. Better for us. It does take a little, a
1: a little bit of legwork up front versus this 30 day process turning into a 45, 60, 75, 90, just kicking that can down the road because of an issue that sprung up from us not having X, Y, or Z. You're not seeing that before we got the house under contract.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, that's good information. Um, Mm. let me ask you this question when, when it just, when it comes to, um, the mortgage business. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how does how does the mortgage business make a difference in a community? What what is it about it that makes things work?
1: Yeah. So, Don, I'm sure you've been to some networking events, chamber stuff, but you know how you always have to stand up and you say, "Hey, I'm Alden Mason. I'm a mortgage originator with Built Well Bank." Yada yada yada, and then they say, "And give a little tagline about your business." Okay. Um, so my tagline is always, "We finance the American dream." Mm-hmm. the American dream is and in my opinion probably always will be to own a property that you've got your name on you got your your house and your acre whatever it looks like for you um condo apartment what it what it, whatever that is but you own you own where you where you lay your head down at night mm-hmm. um and I think that's gonna stick around for a while and if, it, i i wish I could say I was one of those people that could go out and write a check for cash to buy a house but I'm not and uh most people out there aren't Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no shame in that. And that's why we need mortgage lenders and community banks and people to, to step in there and, and f- give a vehicle to people um, who want to purchase a home. Um, many people, I, Dave Ramsey would tell you that home ownership is a wealth vehicle. You're mm-hmm. building equity and in in, you're not throwing your money into someone else's pocket. Like with rent, you're actually building equity in a property that's going to appreciate over time. Okay. Um, he, they, they, they would call that good debt. Um, it'll be the largest purchase of your life mm. and having, you know, a strong mortgage lender and a, and a good bank behind you, um, can make that process a whole lot easier and a whole lot less scary. Um, because it's definitely going to be a daunting task, but that's why we're here to, to stick through it with you. And then finally, if I, I'm a numbers man. If we want to look at numbers, uh, real estate accounts for 17% of the United States GDP. Wow. Yeah. So we've got almost a fifth of the American economy mm-hmm. um, in the in the real estate sector. And, and um, you know, it's going to take money to keep those wheels moving. All
0: right. So, so Alden, to recap, one of the things um, that we did go over was the process in getting a mortgage. And I, I just want to make sure that we have that clear because of the importance of being pre-qualified and, and finding that financing or understanding what that financing might look like before finding the contract. So if I understood correctly, um, to get pre-qualified, you're going to contact that mortgage banker, have a Mm -hmm. conversation with them. They're going to get an idea of the overall picture of where you are financially. Um, you, you may have some documents at that point. If you have documents, better, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And then um, at that point with that prequalification, you start shopping mm-hmm. or continue shopping if mm-hmm. you've already started the process. And then once the home is under contract, that's when you'll come back to that mortgage banker. They'll submit it to underwriting, and then you... Um, have that person secure their homeowner's insurance and then you set up a closing. It's that that simple and straightforward. It it
1: can be that simple and straightforward. Um, there are always, there are always things that pop up here and there, but yeah, Uh. that's, that's the process and, um, shouldn't take us too long. Um, especially nowadays. So, um, yeah, I think that was a great overview.
0: Well, Alden, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate the information that you've shared, and um, hopefully this will be helpful to those who listen to our podcast. We want to ask you to stay tuned for our next episode and follow a well-built podcast on our website. Again, that's builtwell.bank. And you can also find that podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I'm Don Griffin for Built Well Bank. Well-built communities start with well-built banks.